of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. San Antonio Sports Star Audio Vault is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. Joe Reinager, Jason Minix, The Blitz. It is The Blitz here on San Antonio Sports Star, ESPN AM 1250, 94.5 FM. I'm Jason Minix. He is Joe Reinagel. Mike McCarthy, head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, will be on R&R tomorrow morning with Rob Thompson, Rudy J at 645, brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. Final wrap-up with the guys as he joins them every week during the season, normally on a Friday. Season's over. Maybe he's going on vacation uh, starting Friday, going back to Green Bay or wherever, wherever he calls home. But he did talk to the media today, had his press conference, his, his exit interview with the local media. Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com was there. Mickey, uh, three days later, I, I'm still a little um, uh, down on Mike McCarthy for doubling down on that final play. When uh, Three days later, he kind of feels like he's still right. Well, he was mostly right um you know if the uh and if you go back and look at it and i know this is not the popular opinion but if the umpire had done his job they would have gotten the ball spiked in time uh to get another play to throw to the end zone now there was a three or four reasons why they were in that situation at the end of the game scrambling and the reason why they lost the game uh, but I've gone back and looked at that play ten times, and I think the thing that people need to understand, and maybe it was their fault that they didn't factor this into their timing mechanism uh, when they practiced the play uh, time and time again if they ever got in that situation, uh, is the umpire uh, who lines up behind the offense as Dak was sliding in at the 24-yard line, this guy was still behind the 50-yard line. And he had to come running up to try to get there in time to spot the ball. So I'm not sure if he fell asleep or what, but the head referee, Alex Kemp, lines up the same spot, same distance behind the offense, and he was running over the 40-yard line, the San Francisco 40-yard line, heading towards where the play was, and this guy was behind him. So next time, they better factor in that the umpire, if you go that far, is going to need time to get there. Well, we'll see if the officials talk about that in the offseason. I'm sure that will be a topic of conversation, no doubt about it. i got to ask you this, though, Mickey, because Jerry Jones has been really quiet, and it's still a big headline on a lot of the national sports shows is Mike McCarthy safe for next year? What are you hearing there in Dallas? Well, that's why you don't listen to the national headlines. <laughs> you listen to the local headlines uh, because 
you know, that was cleared up, we thought, on Monday when Stephen Jones did his radio segment here and said that when asked if Mike McCarthy was going to be the head coach for 2022, he said he absolutely will. Uh, and then today, when Mike was asked it, uh, during that just under 50-minute press conference, by the way, yeah. uh, he said that he talked to Jerry Jones uh, for quite a while after the game, talked to him again on Monday, and he said everything was positive, and we're going forward with uh, the evaluation uh, of the season. And when he said, and when he was asked to clarify if that meant uh, that, you know, his job was not in jeopardy, and he said, that's my understanding. So I don't know if that's going to clear things up or not, uh, but I think we all need to understand that if you can create a headline nationally and put the Cowboys in it, boy, you're going to get a lot of eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, you, you certainly are, although it does seem kind of odd to me that we haven't heard from Jerry since right after the game, after the loss against San Francisco, odd that he canceled his appearance on 105.3 The Fan on Tuesday. But because he was going to John, uh, or, or he was going to Madden's funeral. Okay. Well, it, 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 that... That makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, absolutely. It makes I sense. Mean, I guess he could have got on a phone and, you know, called into the show, right? At, uh, I think he, he's on like at 830 on Tuesday mornings. Um, but uh, that was the reason that he canceled. I don't know if he rescheduled or not, uh, but we'll see. Well, Mickey, when you look at Jerry Jones, and you know this as well as anybody uh, this man wants another Super Bowl championship. I mean, as badly as anyone. So he's really got to be taking this hard, I would assume. Have Have you heard that? Is Is Jerry just kind of down in the dumps? Oh, he was down in the dumps after the game. He was. He said he was as frustrated as uh, he's been um, because, yeah, there was a lot of uh, you know optimism that this was the year to go further uh, in the playoffs. I mean, there ain't a person, you know, on that side of the building uh, that's not frustrated uh, with the loss. No, you know, no one's happy. Uh, but again, if if you start firing head coaches every time they lose a uh, a playoff game, boy, you're going to go through a lot of coaches, right? Yep. Uh, and and so, you know, and, and and here's the thing. I don't know if this helps clear the perception up, but this notion got started after the 99 season uh, when the Cowboys lost back-to-back playoff games uh, and he ended up firing Chad Daly. Uh, Well, the truth of the matter is is that uh, Chad Daly and Troy Aikman, I don't think we're seeing eye-to-eye on how to run an offense. Uh, And I think Jerry stepped in and said, okay, uh, the quarterback's got to be happy, right? Uh, and, And so... Uh, he made the move on a guy that had never been a head coach before. And and, and so it, it, it wasn't because they got beat. You know, they lost to uh, Arizona one year in the first round, and then they lost to, got wiped out by Minnesota the next year. Uh, and it was two years in a row. But it, 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 and, and he somewhat regretted that, but I think he understood that uh, what, offense Chan Gailey was trying to run was not conducive to basically Troy Aikman's ability to to spray the ball around the field and 
and, and get it down the field. He was trying to run more of a West Coast offense. Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com joining us here on the Blitz, and he put it on a tee for me, Mickey, bringing up Troy and how the offenses are run. I don't know if you heard Troy's comments this morning on the radio up there in Dallas, but critical of the systems, and he uses the term the coordinators. It's all about scheme rather than this corner is playing soft. Let's throw the ball and said, you know, C.D. Lamb had one catch. Michael Irvin in my day would have had ten. Is, is is he criticizing Dak Prescott there? Is he criticizing Kellen Moore and the offense? And if it's Kellen Moore, does Dak Prescott have the ability to ignore what the play was uh, called in by the coordinator and run what he is seeing out there on the field? You mean if Dak does Dak have that ability? Does Dak have that ability? Yeah. Uh... They have checks at the line of scrimmage, and and I understand that Troy was criticizing Kellen Moore. Uh, I'll guarantee you that. Um, and 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 here's a guy that's going to interview for what three or four head coaching jobs. Yep. Uh, you know they they didn't get criticized during the season. They got criticized after this loss, and I get it. You know, Jason, the Cowboys never lose a game like somebody else was better and beat them, there's always a reason, right? There's always somebody. you got to blame somebody, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, I've done this, right? I was just getting ready to write down in my column for tonight. I was going to list all the times that they've lost a game in the playoffs since they won the Super Bowl, and hopefully I've got enough room to do that because it's a long list. Internet's right? unlimited. But, <laughs> Right. Everybody. Yeah. Right. Everybody's everybody's got to have a reason why. And and now, you know, the blame is on Dak. The blame is on Kellen Moore. I get it. Uh, The offense did not perform well. I think San Francisco had something to do with that. Uh, They were pretty darn good uh, defensively. And and maybe they had a better defensive scheme than the Cowboys had an offensive scheme. Uh, But they were able with their personnel to pull it off. at times, uh, you know, they can, yeah, he has the right to change the play. He can check out of it and check into something else, and you see him do it, right? Um, and, and, and one of the problems was he ended up getting sacked five times, right? And, and he got hit throwing the football. He got hit 14 more times, and they couldn't run the football. But I I understand I understand that it all falls on the quarterback's shoulders, uh, but you know as Bill Parcells always said the quarterback's not out there playing singles and I've said that and I've repeated it so many times, uh, but they they just got beat I mean they got beat and maybe they got beat by a better team they certainly were better defensively than the Cowboys were. Um, and, and offensively, they did just enough, right? And they were able to run the ball. They ran the ball for 167 yards uh, and, and kind of ate up the clock and came up with all these big plays. So I, I just thought there was a lot of reasons why they lost this game other than that not getting that last play. Uh, I think when we talked, and I don't know, you know, I wish I had a recording last time we talked, but – in my column on Friday before the game, I said these three things the Cowboys have to take care of. One, they have to be able to run the football. They couldn't do it. Two, they have to be able to stop Debo Samuel. They didn't come close to doing that. And three, 
they have to if they weren't going to get multiple takeaways in the game they had to eliminate the big plays that they had been giving up to teams all season long like you got to get teams off the field on downs not just takeaways and san francisco ended up get this san francisco ended up with 15 plays of double digit yardage meaning 10 yards or more and those 15 plays totaled 240 of their 341 yards in 15 plays. The big plays did them in uh, defensively. Uh, so, yeah, if you weren't going to score 30 points, you know, the defense needed to step up. But if you can't protect your quarterback uh, and you can't run the ball, yeah, you're probably going to have some problems. Well, you know, Mickey, that brings up a good point. And, and a lot of the blame has shifted to that offensive line. And let's face it, the second half of the season, the offensive line showed – some weakness. It wasn't just this final game. I mean, there were some other games where the offensive line wasn't that good. Do you think moving forward that, that the Cowboys will try and address what uh, what they need to do with that offensive line? And of course, we're talking about some big names like Tyron Smith and Lael Collins. Is it time maybe that, that do those guys have anything left in the tank is the question I want to ask. Well, I, I think you've hit a bullseye there. They better address it. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you look at what happened, you know, I'm not, and I understand Lael Kyle, I mean, uh, Tyron Smith, you know, he had a couple injuries and I'm sure he was playing through things and they figured that was better than putting somebody out there with no experience whatsoever. Uh, I didn't understand Lael Collins. Uh, he just didn't, you know, if you think back to the 2019 season, uh, I thought he played at a Pro Bowl level and that, you know, he should have been voted into the Pro Bowl. I thought he was one of their best uh, offensive linemen that year. And then the next year he has the hip deal. He misses the whole season after having hip surgery. Uh, and then this year, uh, you know, the, the suspension to start the season, he just never got back to playing to the level he had played uh, in 2019. And I think it showed up in the game. Uh, I think it was obvious, right? And 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 then they they had they struggled at center, they struggled at left left guard, uh, and then Tyron Smith ended up with you know giving up a sack and a hold and a false start. Um, yeah, it was just they they they've got to come to some sort of decision on what they're going to do with that offensive line. And to me, right now, and I don't know what the draft's going to look like or not. Uh, but at number 24, if there's a, a versatile offensive lineman there, maybe somebody that's a tackle that can play guard too, uh, I think that's where they need to go. They need to address that offensive line before you sit here like they did in 2010 and go, oh, our offensive line just got old. You know, we got to do something about it. And, and then when Jason Garrett took over, you know, they drafted the next year uh, uh, Tyron Smith, uh, what was it, two years later, Travis Frederick, and then the year after that, uh, Zach Martin. And they rebuilt the offensive line. Now, I'm not saying you've got to spend a first-round draft choice on every position on the offensive line, uh, but I think it's time for them to start looking at getting younger uh, and maybe adding some talent to that FISA. Couldn't agree more. Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. Um, 
man, I didn't expect the Cowboys to be out in the first round. But want to thank you for joining us every week throughout the season, man. It's, it was it was a fun run. Always appreciate your insight. I I know we'll see you in Oxnard if we don't see you sooner in person. I'm sure we'll have you on uh, throughout the off season as news continues to break. And I know you've got a long, long, long column to write tonight. I'll look for it around midnight when you're done. Well, I, I may be not then by the time I finish, but look, I enjoy doing this with you guys. And yeah, you know, uh, if they kept winning, you would have kept having guests on your show, right? Now you've got to find content. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's yeah, right. Soon it's all Spurs down here. You know how that goes, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Yeah, I would imagine. But, still Cowboys you know, aftermath, Mark, though. McCarthy's been pretty responsible. You know, that he spent, I think my recorder stopped at almost 47 minutes today. Uh, and that the fact that he's going to do you, do it with you guys tomorrow or, or whatever day you said he was tomorrow morning, uh, you know, he's a, he's a pretty stand up guy and, and he answered all the questions today. And I don't know if anybody has time to listen to the whole 47 minutes, but I'm sure it'll be on DallasCowboys.com for ever, any, anybody's listening sake. Absolutely. Mickey, always appreciate it. Get to writing, my friend. We'll talk soon. Oh. Appreciate the opportunity to be with you guys this season. Take care. Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com joining us here on the Blue.